Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, your host, Angelica. Okay, Benjamin, from your perspective, what happened backstage? You know, more of a yelling match than anything. And then out of nowhere, here comes Angela, like a wrecking ball, just right into the middle of the room and she's f you f you f you screaming you You are you're you're a piece of trash you're not doing things right and she's just judging everybody in the room like remember she was defending jesse but but still she's fine she has a right she comes flying in off handle It's 90 Day Fiance time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen. Thank you to all our listeners for tuning in on part two of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days that tell all. Oh my gosh. And did they tell it all? They did. And I was going to ask you how you're doing today, but you know what? It's like, we need to just jump into it. I I feel like I am good. And I hope (laughs) that you are good as well. I'm good. I feel like we should have grabbed a bottle of wine and we could have, Oh my gosh. You know, try to like decompress. Cause what just happened guys, TLC, for those who watched it, can you believe it was three hours? Three that, hours long. That was the thing that got me. I was like, are they serious with this three hours? Three hours. And as a bonus, because they figured you can't get enough of Tia of 90 Day Fiance, they had to throw in pillow talk after. So, of course, guess who watched it? Me. So four hours, I didn't end up going to bed until 1.30 because I started late watching the tell so I could fast forward through all these commercials. And I was just like, OMG, I can't believe I just watched four hours of 90 Day Fiance. Oh my gosh. So yeah, (laughs) I, I didn't even, when I heard that, I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I I probably would have watched Pillow Talk, but it was just like the train wreck was ha- happening with them, and it was like I can't deal with any more of this train wreck. <laughs> so yeah, let's let let's wow. Um, Where to start is the big question. I think we're gonna have to start from the beginning, and I do apologize if my mic is a bit um losing connection in and out um it's cutting me out here and there but we will manage yeah we'll manage so okay let's start at the beginning i think that's the safest bet so we start off again with darcy tom um and emma um wow (laughs) And Emma is really giving Tom and Darcy the what for. Like, she is going in. She's losing all of her ish. She's, I'm sorry, but she's still giving me the whole flowers in the attic. No one is good enough for her brother. 
um, attitude. Um, it was really weird. It was really, really weird. But I, I don't, I mean, I agree with what she was saying, mm-hmm. but it was like, you could have said all of this while they were in the UK. Why, why is it everyone must wait until the tell all comes to feel like, hey, it is now time for me to come from under the rock that I was under and say how I've really been feeling all season. Um, <laughs> because she could have gotten all of these feelings out when when Darcy was in the UK. That is true. She could have, but I feel like with the tell-all, you've got to keep stirring the pot if you're not agreeing with this whole relationship. Yeah. 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 And and it's so funny. It, it's so funny. It's like, and then of course, who comes out? Stacy. Mm-hmm. And I was actually surprised. They 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 started a little tit for tat, but she really had her sister's back. Yes, I did notice that. It um, was like they started to, and then it was like it was like, wait a minute, <laughs> this woman's on this screen attacking my sister. Well, that's what twins are for. They will back each other up. And I did feel that at the beginning, though. I was just like, okay, Stacey, like, she was just, like, a bit kind of, like, you know, against Darcy, once again, that tit for tat, because that was freaking hilarious every time yeah. she was trying to say it. Um, Darcy's like, tit for tat, tit for tat. I was like, oh, my God, no. Just stop saying the word. Uh, but then when Emma came on and really said how she felt about certain events that happened um stacy was really there for her right right and and i and i like that i like that and and i i think the thing that's kind of said something to me was that tom didn't just run to his sister's aid like he didn't just run to well she's right you know like he he kind of it's weird because he kind of kept quiet and normally I would say that's a bad thing but for Tom not to agree with his sister it was a good thing oh for sure I, I, I see what you're saying it definitely is a good thing that he did not really he really was playing it safe he was really playing right, it safe. Right. he didn't want to be like oh if I'm against my sister, I'm going to hear it. Or if I'm right. against Darcy, I'm going to hear it. Or if I say anything about Stacy, I'm going to hear it. So he really played it right. safe on both, on both right. ends. Right. So I, I think, I think that was pretty cool. Like he, he, he just, he just played, you know, right in the middle. So, yeah, I, 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 I I mean, she said what she said. Like I said, I agree. They should have known each other. They should have, should she have come to, come to the UK looking for a husband automatically. But she does make a valid point, which is they've known each other for four years. Mm -hmm. She was expecting something, but they didn't exactly know each other. Yeah. And and that was the point that Emma was making. Yeah. That they really kind of didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. 
No, it's true. And um, some things that Emma said, I do agree with her in a way where it's like, once again, like we said in yesterday's episode, it's like this fantasy she has instead of getting, getting to know somebody, it's all about the ring, the wedding and, you know, all of that fun stuff. And it's just really getting to know somebody. So I do still agree with Emma, but she was a bit harsh and very kind of overprotected of this whole situation. Um, but you know, we got to see Stacy really defend her sister. Exactly. Um, and Tom, I, I gotta give it to him. He really was playing it safe in all fields and he did not really hurt anybody. He defended Darcy as well. Like, you know, he really I don't know, I felt like he was very genuine about it. But the only thing that kind of got me thinking was so you're saying that if you guys would have gone to the Grand Canaria, you would have proposed if it was the right time. So you were ready for that. So I was kind of like, wait. I think, he, I think that was a put on. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was a put on. Like, I am not, I am not totally convinced that Tom would have proposed. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not I don't know. I don't believe I don't it. I don't. Yeah. I don't believe it. It's just like even his sister doesn't even believe it and she knows that for a fact cuz we knew that he's not the type of guy to be um you know on lockdown. Right. Right, and that's really that's really the thing is like <sighs> I don't know, but it was just it was good to see his reaction. Yeah. And it wasn't classic Tom, but at the same time it's like okay, maybe he might be changing. Maybe he might be really thinking toward a committed something. I don't want to say marriage or relationship. Uh-huh. Something, you know. Um, soul searching. He's, you know, soul searching yeah, and yeah, finding who he I, is and what he wants. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that may be it. Yeah. But in the middle of all of that, there is a circus going on in the green room. (laughs) (sighs) Because Jesse, as I love to call him, the gift that keeps on giving, has shown up to the green room and he decides to hug everyone and <clears throat> excuse me and Darcy's friends because most people don't know that Darcy Avery and Tim have actually been doing um doing appearances together so they've mm-hmm. kind of grown a little close yeah um so Tim and Avery d- decide that they don't want to shake his hand because they don't like the way he's treated Darcy. (laughs) 
and they say something about it. And out of the blue, here it comes ghetto mama. <laughs> I wrote <No>. everything down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> yes, guys, I did. I wrote everything that she said. Well, not. There was a part that I left. I was like, I'm not saying that. <laughs> so she comes in and she's letting everybody know. I'm not going to allow you to bully this man. It's none of our business. And uh, and she's like losing it, first of all. <laughs> but, but before she loses we lose it on poor little Avery. <laughs> oh, man. Avery can't handle it. No, Avery cannot yeah. handle it. I don't, I don't mean to laugh, but I mean, she 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 goes to town on Avery and honestly we know that Avery is young and Avery is still at the I call it the save me stage Mm -hmm. where you're trying to declare your independence but you still kind of need your mommy Mm -hmm. and she loses it on Avery and but everybody in the room is like what the heck just happened (laughs) and you're bullying him and Jesse's just sitting there like, at first he did say like, leave it alone. It's okay. Like he, he kind of knew he was the villain coming into the room. Mm-hmm. But she insists, no, it's not gone down like this. Not on my watch. Cause I got six grandkids and you're going to respect me. I'm like, oh my gosh. So Angela Baby goes from Angela Baby to Ghetto Mama. And I'm sorry, she's been Ghetto Mama like this whole, this whole tell-all because, no, we did not forget that she has the bra purse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she is like giving them the what for and telling Tim. And then she even goes in on Benjamin, you better not have had anything to do with this. You know that, like, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Like she's are sitting there looking confused because <laughs> it was just a confusing moment. Like you couldn't tell anyone how it was really comical. Yeah. Because you couldn't <laughs> tell anyone how to react. hmm And Terry comes in the room, Avery's mom. She's like, What is going on? And, and Rebecca walks in with this, and it's just like, what the heck, what the heck, what the heck? And Avery is still being Avery, trying to explain in her own little 19-year-old independent way that she's not bullying him. She only knows what she's seen on TV but you can tell she's visibly affected by this. Yeah. She's affected by his very presence. Mm-hmm. And Angela, who has gone from, I don't know what, step monster, <laughs> is like, you know, her, her, her reaction was unwarranted. It mm-hmm. really was. It was unwarranted. And 
So they finally calmed down the situation, or so they thought, because Jesse claims he doesn't want to see, he's not here to bash Darcy, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I call shenanigans, but anyway, he's not here to bash Darcy and he doesn't want to see her or Tom or whatever. Um, and we now find out that everybody's back, but Angela is still amped up. <laughs> Angela starts attacking Avery, who happens to be sitting next to her in tears because we see classic Avery. But I mean, what do you do when you've been attacked by some old vicious grandma with six grandchildren? <laughs> yeah, like what do you what do you, what did and she's oh, are you do you need time to cry? Like I I wanted to I knew Terry was going to rearrange her life. Mm -hmm. I knew it because as a mom, I don't care how old your child is. You see somebody attacking. And I guess she was like, I let this go on long enough, but the producers could not stop Terry from getting to that stage. Yep. And I don't blame her. I don't blame her because had it been my child, I'm I'm going to be very honest, but they probably would have had to drag me out of there because I would have laid Angela out. Mm -hmm. It's just like enough is enough already. Yeah, it's true. And the thing is, it's like this whole thing, and this is what it was explosive. Like even... Even till this day, like, we are seeing 90 Day Fiance still trending all over social media because just of this whole part in particular, it's got even worse. Like, it's gotten, like, it. people are talking about it still because everyone's just like, I'm I, like, wow, we actually got a good tell-all. Yeah. And it you know the fact that it all kind of started in a way where Tim and Avery were speaking about they were already judging and the fact that Avery said something like I'm not gonna judge you because I don't know you but I'm still gonna judge you like she, she's still, <laughs> yeah. like I was just like wait a second what is going on here you just clearly said you're not gonna judge him but here you are trying to literally judging him about right right it was like i was like what is the point point? and you know what i get it i get it if you know your friends now and you want to defend but what is the point you've heard right right friend that she's moved on from him just let it go you're just re you know we're pulling back of what's happened in the past once again for your friend who apparently has moved on and now needs to deal with this Again, like right. I thought it was unnecessary. Totally. It was, it was, and it's just like all you had to do was leave it at. I'm not gonna shake your hand. Yeah, or you know what? Just be respectful. Like I, I liked what um, Ben said, which we'll get into it later. But he, the, there was one thing that stuck to my mind. He's like, the world is so cruel, and it's we just need to be kind to each other. Something along those lines. And I'm right, like, right. He did. Who cares? He did. 
who cares if you don't want to shake this person's hand? Shake it anyway. Just who cares? Or just say hi. It's not like, oh, I don't want to shake your hand because I don't want to, I don't want to meet you. Who cares? You're only going to see this guy for literally what, an hour or less of your day? Just shake the guy's hand. I don't know. I don't know if it's a Canadian thing for me or the way I was raised. It's just like. Because it's just a matter of being courteous. Like nobody's asking you to wake up and marry him tomorrow. Just shake his hand. Exactly. So I felt this whole thing was so unnecessary. She kept poking it and poking and poking. And it's just like, Avery, I know you're 19, but you're, you're sitting in a room with how many people? who are literally over your age and it's like just just sit there just sit there like learn something from your mom just sit there and just who cares who cares just say hey nice to meet you that's it or whatever like whatever yeah just, and the one thing is up. yeah and the one thing is i i honestly i have to go back to this with angela and terry like don't ever tell a mom how to parent their child. Oh God, no! Like, it's the worst thing you can do. So she's sitting up there. Well, you need to. You needed to tell her to shut up. I'm telling you, they would have been dragging me out of there because oh. I would have been all over her. Yeah. There is. You. You do not. I don't care. You are a. Like she said, she's a grandma of six grandkids. Yeah. She wouldn't want anyone telling her how to deal with Skyla. She wouldn't want anyone telling her how to deal with her grandkids. So how dare you tell another mom how to deal with their child, no matter how this child is behaving. Yeah. And the thing is, she was so contradictory. Mm -hmm. Because she's like, well, she's, she's a woman. She can take it. But you better respect me. Like, okay, either she's a woman or she's a child, but she can't be both at the same darn time. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was just like oh yeah. Angela, Angela, like like I said, ghetto mama showed up. Yeah, she really did. She really did. And the other thing of this whole situation, I feel like it's Avery and Tim for really just blowing at her like yeah, they should have really just starting him. the conversation. They could have just kept their mouth shut when he walked in, said hello, and that was it. Done. They could have gone okay. on with another conversation, and then you know, what are you here for? Really, who cares? We already know what he's here for. Why push his buttons? Right. And, but the like, funny thing, go ahead. Like he says, I'm here to talk about my personal journey in the U.S. Done. Okay, move on. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing was. I noticed she wasn't too attacking of Tim. No. She didn't attack Tim. And Tim clearly said stuff. It was almost like for her, Avery had a target on her back. Yeah, like that that's so true. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I noticed that as well. She was all up Avery. And with Tim, I don't know what they have with Tim. Like you, like it's true what you say. It's like a target. I don't know what it is. Maybe because she's just nineteen and she's able to control her in that situation, opposed right, to controlling right. Tim, who's like almost forty. So yeah. they have that, you know. <laughs> and that, and that's the thing is she she's talking about them bullying poor Jesse, but you quickly went from savior to bully. 
Oh man, it was brutal. It was brutal. It was brutal. And even, I mean, even Rebecca stepped up. Like Rebecca, who doesn't really do much of anything, was like enough already. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. And that whole conversation back there, I was just like, wow. Like, she just went on and on and on about it. And I was just like, she even said rude things about, you know, to Avery. Um, just bringing up what who she is as a person and her beliefs. And I was just like, Angela, you just need to keep your mouth shut. Like, really keeping your mouth shut. Because yeah, I was that, just like... That was, that was, it was, it was quite... Like I said, it went from savior to bully. Yeah. It became quite ignorant. It was, yeah. they had to take her outside. And of course she has to start smoking and, and, but along the way, of course she has to meet Tom and Darcy and I like you and I need to defend your, your, how are you defending their, their relationship? They're minding their business the same way you told Avery and Tim, they should mind their business. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it, it, it was crazy. Like, I, this, this is what I've written down. So Tim says, Tom's my friend too. And she kind of like ignored what Tim said and was just like, Tom, I love Tom. And then Tim's like, yeah. And then Angela says, but I'm not going to sit here and he hear y'all jump on this man because at the end of the day, you really know, you don't really know, neither of you, what went down and what they went through. And I'm just like, oh my God, stop it, stop it. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the thing is, okay, I'm sorry, but I have to say this. Angela, why the heck are you going to the defense of a grown man? She needs, she needs like that Mur, Murray Povich, is that his name? Because yeah. I, I don't even know we even played here anymore. Murray Povich? Yeah, Murray, yeah, okay, so it is Murray. So yeah, we do have him every so often on daytime television. Um, Jerry Springer, like she, I don't know, I kind of feel like, okay, we know she's aggressive. Like I do not condone none of what she she's done. But I kind of feel right. like she does this in a way to... We know what's happened to her daughter, one of her daughters, and now she's carrying the burden of taking care of these grandchildren. I'm not coming up with an excuse. I'm just analyzing right. the situation because, you know, I, she's she, everyone's gone through a lot on the show. Everyone has. Let's be real. Everyone's right. gone through yeah. a lot. And I feel like Angela, I guess with everything that has happened with her daughter and everything, it's like, I don't know if she's got this grudge, the fact that she can't even have a child or can't even get a donor egg and everything, everything, everything. It's like, now we're at the tell-all. We're going we're gonna to open up all these bad things that happened in the past because that's what they like to do is literally give you a preview of the worst of the worst and then kind of end it off of all oh, the lovey-dovey stuff. And I kind of feel like she, for her to continue to be on TV, she needs to be this aggressive person to a point where they're going to bring her back on TV because she might think to herself that maybe it's giving her them even more ratings because of how aggressive she is, which like I said, guys, I'm not for this attitude of what just went down in the green room. And I just, I don't know what it is. Maybe she's just like the fact that she keeps yelling that she's got six grandchildren. Listen, you need to listen to me. It's like for her, maybe it's a tactic. Like I need 
more money because now I got to support other grandchildren because one obviously is in jail for we're not going to bring that up but you know she's got to take this burden on well i'm making the assumption maybe she needs to get a reality show with her six grandchildren but this is not the way to handle it no it's really not it's really not Ooh, i just thought of something tell me that means really okay 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 so here's the weird thing okay even if angela and michael have a baby oh man (laughs) which is like the weirdest thing ever but lord help us okay if angela and michael have a baby do you realize that michael is still instant grandpa oh shoot yeah you're right (laughs) six kids like michael becomes instant grandpa like Michael becomes overnight papa. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> What's in the world? So have fun with that, Michael. Have fun with that indeed. <laughs> he's like what? He's like 20 something, right? He yeah, yeah, he is. He's like 29 or 20. Oh my god. But how do you become a 29-year-old grandpa? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> But he will be since they are proceeding with this visa process and he's waiting for his interview. He's waiting for his interview, guys. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, we go from the shenanigans of that to everyone explaining what the heck is going on and Benjamin has the most hilarious <laughs> explanation of what happens back there. Basically, he's like, they were talking to Jesse, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here comes Angela coming in like a wrecking ball and she's like, F you, F you, F you. And what are you doing? You're trash. You're stupid. <laughs> I think this is the most we have seen in of emotions and surprise from Benjamin all season. <laughs> I felt like it was the best eight seconds of what Ben has ever said in this whole entire season. This was the best eight seconds. Like, Ben, you amaze me. Those eight seconds that took you to say that, I was just like, wow. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. So he he explained, but then they decide that they're going to bring Jesse out by himself because there was so much contention. And in typical, typical Mr. Meester form, he first puts on this video of what he's been doing because, you know, he's been doing so... Angelica, Jesse has been doing so well. And all the fans want to know what's been going on with Jesse. Mm-hmm. And so he came to share his story with all of his fans. And he puts on this video because his journey to America, he came here for love. 
and it just didn't happen because he's been doing great. He's been coaching. He's got his degree in psychology, which guy, kudos to you. You got that degree. I'm happy for you. And he's been acting. He's been acting, everyone. Acting. And then cut to a scene of him in a nursing home talking to a bunch of senior citizens and telling them his life story (laughs) and asking if they have any questions so far. And other than the crickets that were in the room, no one said anything because they were looking at each other because they're like, who the flip is this guy? (laughs) (sighs) Why torture those people? They have lived their lives, Jesse. Yes. They're in a nursing home, Jesse. That is not entertainment. Nope. We were not entertained by you. Nope. So why in the world would some people who don't know who you are possibly will never want to see you ever want to know about your life story and have questions about it? Mm-hmm. So yes, Jesse has been doing so great. And he sits down in, okay, and if anyone was ever confused about that eating situation, the reason those people were asking so many questions is because Jesse was in a, either in a shared bed and breakfast or a hostel. In other words, they have these kind of upscale hostels where, in other words, it's not still not as quite as much as a hotel or motel room. But in other words, you kind of feel good because it's not your typical, you know, bunk beds in a room, um, eat at McDonald's hostel. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they're asking questions because, of course, even though he didn't come to bash Darcy, you know, that's not what he came to do. He came to tell his life story, Angelica. (laughs) Oh, my God. Tell everyone about how he came to America for love and this woman who just stalks him night and day will not leave him alone. And he doesn't understand why, because he just wants her to move on. Dude, have you ever heard of a block button? For real. There is something called a block button. You will not receive phone calls and if it gets that bad you can call okay for those who don't know how your block button works you can go one further you can call your cell phone provider and tell them to block the person Mm -hmm. you may have to pay an initial fee of like 99 cents which they can put on your bill but they will block that person and if you ever want that number unblocked you just call your company back and they will unblock it for another fee. Yep. It's that easy. And if you're calling, if you're talking to each other through WhatsApp, which it looks like they were, you could definitely uh, block that person at no extra charge. Exactly. Exactly. So you can do all of this amazing, amazing stuff. Um, and most of it is free or low of cost. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Jesse, if you really didn't want to be bothered by Darcy because you want her to get 
on with her life. Please push the block button. Do us all a favor. We are tired of the gift that keeps on giving because we know you came to bash Darcy because that's your entire storyline. Yep. Yeah. I'm not a fan of him. Um, I really do not care about his life and what's been going on in his life. Like he says, like everyone does, everyone's been wondering, everybody's been so curious what Jesse has been doing and yet nobody cares. We really don't. We really don't. That was the one word we kind of all wish that Darcy would stop saying all season long was Jesse. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Oh, it's not like Jesse. Jesse, 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 Jesse. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. But the one thing I do have to say is um, Emma pointed out something about Darcy getting drunk and not liking the way she behaved. But the funny thing was it wasn't Darcy or Stacy that said something. It was Tom. Mm -hmm. And he said, okay, but I got drunk too and danced on the bar. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) So yes, guys, Uncle Grandpa Tom is kind of human. Yeah. 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 So after the what we knew was coming the bashing darcy fest we then bring everybody out no actually what was it angela they brought out angela Mm -hmm. because they didn't want her next to anyone (laughs) so they bring angela and skyla out and here comes the one thing we don't want to talk about angela's one egg angela's one egg and Skyla looked for it really pretty. I loved that jumpsuit she was wearing. Yeah, she looked at, really good. Yeah, because at first I didn't recognize her. I did not recognize her. Yeah, I was kind of wondering who that person in the red jumpsuit was. And I was like, who is that? I thought it was a producer. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot, it's Skyla. <laughs> so, well, go ahead. What were you going to say? I said, little did we know. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're talking with Michael, and this is when we start to find out the things that have unfolded. Now, Skyla was very adamant Michael cannot have her egg. So we are not sure what Angela is going to do because Michael did say it was still really important to him Mm -hmm. even though he does have an interview with uh with immigration for his visa Mm -hmm. so hmm, what did you think about that whole transaction (laughs) (laughs) i'm uh, okay so he's got his interview coming up and i was just like we kind of knew she was going to do it anyway. I feel like she just did it for show. How like, oh, Michael, don't lie to me. Michael this, Michael that, Michael. But she's been dangling this this green card over his head like a bunny rabbit, like if it's a carrot. And it's just like, I, I wasn't surprised that she actually went through with it. The only thing that bothered me in this whole thing was, yeah, he's got his interview. He's excited. Like he, 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 he really 
convinces Tashawn how like he hasn't been doing anything and you know Angela kind of throws in like you need to spend every moment with your mom because um when you come here and you're missing home you it's not easy to go back um you, you really gotta you know really spend the time that you have with her and okay. yeah so basically what she was saying was Hey, Michael, when you come here, you're going to help me with these six grandkids because you became Papa and um, you can't work for the next two years. So you're going to have to stay home. I just got instant babysitter and you're kind of going to be miserable. But shh, you didn't hear that from us. Yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. And I was just like, oh, man, like Michael does not know what's coming to him. And that's he- doesn't. I, I feel so bad because she's she gonna play doesn't. him so badly um yeah. and it, he's not gonna like it he really isn't he's not and and the thing is even when she was saying like okay he can't have a social life he can't go out with his friends he can't do all of this stuff and he and even he's like yeah so i have to behave so i don't get in trouble like, come on, you're a grown man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you, this is not, this is not, you're grounded. Like, you're a grown man. But and she, and I, I think that's the one thing that irritates me about their relationship. It's the fact yeah. that she treats him like a child. Yes, he does. And it's so annoying. Just let the guy breathe. Like, let him okay. work. Yeah, like, let him... He can't talk to women because I'm telling you, you guys think I'm lying. Like, Angel's going to send him to the store and then spy on him. Like, I saw you follow that woman now, aisle five. (laughs) Exactly like that. Exactly. Like, oh my gosh. Can you seriously? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're so true. She's really going to be like that. What you doing, Michael? Why are you looking at those peaches? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's gonna be oh, hell for him. If we have an, I don't know if we have kind of an Ashley and Jay situation happening. Um, Ooh, you may be on to something. We may have a future Ashley and Jay situation um, mm. occurring, and. Believe it or not, you know, it's not, it's, I just see, I just see not good coming out of that. Like, because there's no space, there's no anything. Like she's already, she's already controlling the vertical and the horizontal for him. And it's just, it's not cool. Do you think she's like going to hold him hostage? I feel like, I feel like she's going to be fully like really you're going to be she's gonna buy him one of those little kids cell phones that only has like one number in it and five buttons Mm -hmm. so that he can only call her oh michael run michael i know i know and if you guys don't know yeah there are these little kids cell phones where they're actually connected to a cell phone service but they only have like five buttons and one of them it's for 911 um dedicated like it has like a policeman on it um i kid you not this is like really real um 
it has a policeman on it and then the other ones have like symbols and then I think there's an on of course there's like an on and off button Mm -hmm. but the other ones have symbols and those are dedicated pre-programmed numbers so you can only call like those five people so the mom dad grandma grandpa and auntie or something like seriously wow that's of course 911 yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. I uh, I don't know. I just feel really bad for Michael. He thinks it's like once he's there everything's going to be different. But he's putting up with so much crap. So much crap from Angela. He does not deserve it. And I I'm just like I I can't. I can't. I can't. If they do like a a segment of them of their journey so far, I'm really curious to see of how if if they show actually Michael arriving. I'm so on board on watching how he gets adjusted and but I'm I'm scared for him. I'm scared for him. I'm scared for him. It's just like because okay, I hate to say it, but and I know I'm I'm jumping around a little bit, but did you see how his demeanor changed when they when Angela left the building? Like he was a lot more relaxed. He was saying what he had to say. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, that's true. That is true. That is true. He wasn't. He wasn't like nervous about what to say. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh yeah. I Michael was, run. Yeah. Michael run 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 run. Just run, Michael run. Yeah. So and oh after God. their after their their interview, Angela leaves. Angela actually leaves the building, um, with her box of snacks was the weirdest thing ever but yeah she leaves she leaves the building and um i guess goes home and gets on a plane yeah did we touch about skylar and how she kind of just still in denial i don't know if we touched about it no we didn't talk about how skylar she's in denial about the one egg yeah she's not for it and we do learn that's how the way angela is is the way she is and that's the typical thing she does especially with the cake in the face they brought that up and the one thing i noticed michael's face when she when skyla was just like well that's mama that's mama for you and that's kind of like you know the lighter version of what you're getting before she comes in full force and michael's face was just like omg I'm shocked. Yeah. Am I hearing this properly? Because he, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm scared for him. You, I'm like super paranoid for him. Mm-hmm. Super paranoid for him. But before we move on to the next person in this hot seat of the tell-all, I do want to say that Tariq and Dean said, if Michael comes to America... He said this on Pillow Talk. I'm not sure if it was last night's Pillow Talk or the night before. They said, if Michael does come to America, we need to find him and take him to a bar and have some drinks. So I'm waiting for that because they need, I need to see that in action. (laughs) I want to see, I want to see that myself. I want to see, believe it or not, I want to see them, Tim, and believe it or not, Benjamin. Yes. How about Ziad? Yes, 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 yes. Actually, believe it or not, I want to see Ziad drunk. 
<laughs> I think he's like angry drunk though. Like, yes, me so angry. No, I don't think he's an angry drunk because it's kind of like your alter ego comes out. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if like he becomes all kittens and rainbows. Like, I just I want to see drunk Ziad. You want to see drunk Ziad? I want to see drunk Ziad. <laughs> well, maybe you're right because you know every time Rebecca has a secret to tell, he he his blood pressure rises. So um, <laughs> maybe with all the guys that we've mentioned, maybe it'll be different. Maybe it'll be like yeah, yes, like maybe if he has like so a whole bunch of awesome. guys around, yeah, and he can let loose. Yeah, yeah, and they need to do like a where are they now and what they've done and then show them out and about but i don't want to see any ricky i don't want to see any ricky ricky's done gone adios by the way who those have been uh started watching any fiance you if you haven't seen the segment with uh um eczema and ricky oh my god i don't like him i do not like him but yeah we're not going to talk about that but it may be on my my 90 day fiance trivia that i'm planning but i will talk about it at the end of this episode but yeah so i want to see them all go out tlc needs to be there we we need to see them get some alcohol in them and yeah yeah i i don't know it's just like really really weird (laughs) so i i don't know i really want to see zia drunk i want to see I want to see Nosferatu in the light of day. (laughs) I love America. I love Rebecca. (laughs) Can I say, I was like saying that, like saying his, what I call his accent um, to my husband all night. I said, I love you so, so much. It's like, what is wrong with you? Like, do you not know who I'm trying to impersonate? It's Zed, the soccer mom, the young guy from Tunisia, you know, the one that slept with the woman, because you have to kind of do it that way. And my husband will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. And I'm like, oh. So I'm just like, yes, yes, I love you. Yes. He was getting creeped out after he's like really the Tunisian and 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 as I call him the Tunisian Yoda. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh yes, my I, god. I, so I, do, I, I don't know. <laughs> Angela leaves the building, but she comes back after for a group segment after though. Wasn't that before or after? Oh no, I think that was after because then Mama Terry comes out, which we've explained, defends her daughter, and she's just like, Yo, trash, everybody trash, and da 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 da. And she just keeps going and going and going, um, which you've mentioned already. Um, what else is there? She's outside. I'm trying to figure this uh, where we're at now. Oh, I no, think- because she actually leaves after her interview with Michael, she actually goes home. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes, you're absolutely right. And I apologize to all the listeners out there because I'm like, I'm I'm so focused on what has happened in the green room and Michael's reactions to everything. Um, so, yeah, so she does leave. And then we see in the green room how they're going to film a little bit more. We see Avery 
Darcy and Rebecca all together, it seems like they've had a conversation of like, you know, it's okay. It's not worth it. You know, it's, it's right, right. you know, it because, happens and I understand. Yeah. Um, so, you know, everyone just comes together, they get on set and then we talk about Rebecca and Ziad, how, why did it take her so long to tell him that she is still married and again Ziad is so angry about it like it's something like why couldn't you tell yes. me this before because he is man arabic yes. this make him so so angry yeah and okay sean asks do you think that the family is gonna find out and she's like well they don't speak english they um they they don't watch tv rebecca like david said on pillow talk the show is international if one is going to find out everybody's going to find out and the other thing is they were being filmed they were aware they were being filmed like i hate to tell you but everyone has that small piece that always wants to see well what did i do what did i look like mm-hmm. so yeah somebody's gonna find something and even if they don't watch television per se everyone knows about the internet yeah i'm just i don't know rebecca's kind of special and i feel like probably not in a good way and i feel like how about his sister his sister knows english she's not stupid she does you know she she will get to these episodes one way or another and everything's gonna come out and then what's gonna happen rebecca tell me like what you know and what i liked about dean on pillow talk and i go for referencing from pillow talk because everyone had a voice of reasoning last night and i was just like it's true what dean says well you know everyone's gonna find out and something along the lines i completely forgot about it what he said to be honest oh my god my brain's like fried um they're gonna find out regardless they are gonna find out and why didn't she say this at the beginning when you guys meet each other right like it needed to all be out in the open it needed to all be out in the open and and okay i did get the question which everyone is trying to figure out why is Zed's accent so strange the reason that Zed's accent is very strange is because he fluently speaks two languages at the same time. This is why also he tends, I, you know, I make fun and I say he's the Tunisian Yoda. But um, anyone that knows me and has listened to my show knows that I am a language person. I love to hear people talk. Ziad speaks Arabic and he speaks French. And if you ever notice when he's in scenes with his sister, They are fluently speaking French. They are not speaking Arabic. He speaks Arabic with his parents. So yes, that is why Ziad's accent is a little odd. But yes, they do speak both of those languages in Tunisia. Yeah, and he does. I noticed that he was speaking French and then he speaks um, Arabic. And, um, you know, 
I, I condone him for actually trying to make the effort of learning to speak English because he does understand it. I feel like you just got to talk to him a little bit slower for him to pick up the words that we're trying to say. And we also get to see um, Rebecca's friend, who apparently is still a PI. And the question that we've all been wondering why she hasn't really did a background check on him. So I feel like she was lying on television when she was just like well i don't know how to do international but then her friend sits in the hot seat and it was just like well i'm surprised she didn't do a background check on him beforehand in other words like you know how to do these background checks and all of a sudden you can't (laughs) and why didn't you right right and she yes guys she did admit that she is her main job now is the general manager of a restaurant and she is still a PI. Yeah. And I'm still kind of wondering what is Ziad going to do in America? And I like the fact that she supports him in going to school and finding something that, um, that he may like and be able to work in. So it's going to be a lot of years of her really um, supporting the two of them. Right, which most people don't understand, and anyone that doesn't know, here's the issue that I always, I always um, struggle with. It is about a two-year process from beginning to end once they get their visa approved to come to America before they get their green card. So you have two years of supporting a grown person that cannot work. That's you have a whole mouth to feed, like you are feeding a child. You are responsible for them. You have to buy them clothes. You have to, uh, no, just no. <laughs> it's a lot. It really is a lot. But yeah, I mean, this is somebody that's not your child. Like, why? Yeah, it's really a lot. And for those actually in the relationship or considering to do this whole thing, um, it's all about the money at the end of the day because you know if you're mm-hmm. gonna pull a, a ben here and you know kind of forget about your son in some way but then you want to go along with the bride price and you know your fiance does not know anything about her culture and just wants to sabotage you um yeah what is the mm. point what is we'll the point that. we'll get into that one later and I, I i'm not trying to bash any of this whole 90 day fiance stuff it's just 90 day fiancés now from season season one with season season one if we were to look back season one there was actually five couples that are actually truly in love with each other and they made it work and some of them are still together to this day. But you know, now it's 90 day fiance. It's like, you got to get the ridiculous people who kind of just drop everything and conquer this relationship, knowing that you're going to run into so many problems. I know a lot of people who are in the same situation, 90 day fiance, but they're not friggin' going there, getting married in three months or in the first four days you meet somebody and then boom. Most of these people have actually, that I know, have been mm. in a relationship for at mm. least six years, gone back and forth, gone back and forth to make sure this is the person, the right one. And then all of a sudden start the visa process and then wait so many years and, you know, t- even up to five years to wait for them. So you're literally together for 10 years and then they're finally here. So 
I'm not trying to bash those people. It's just like what we're seeing and what we're based on, what, what we're given on our television screens. I'm just like, most of these couples, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, so, oh, Rebecca and Ziad, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's I, I wish them the best, but I do know that he's in HVAC school right now. Yes, according to his Instagram. He's in the HVAC school right now. He is taking up a trade, which if he is coming to America, that is amazing. And we could always use a great HVAC person. So yeah, he'll, 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 he's picking up a trade that is really, really um, worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. Any trade's worth it. Trust me. I'm for trades. Honestly, I am for the trades. My cousin actually is a, a HVAC mechanical person and she, because she is a she, she uh, helps manage her um, uh, her dad's uh, company. So it's really fun. I'm glad. I'm happy for Ziet. He's getting into a trade and he's making it work. So we'll we'll find out if they do a um, so far their journey with Rebecca and Ziet. Yeah. So, ooh. Yeah. So moving on, we uh, we got to see one of our favorite people, um, Mr. Fidel Akini and Ben, and oh my gosh, Castro <sighs> and Akini. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I have to. He just you know and oh uh. uh you mean, Mister? You owe me. You Benjamin owes me. <laughs> I was really kind of like, I don't know. You know, we saw them last week, kind of attack him in a certain way, and then now it's like we hear more things than what we, you know, we didn't expect. Um, okay, so Sean asks Fidel how did Benjamin portray himself? How was he? And then he says average with a question mark. And then Tom's like nodding his head. He's like, I felt like Tom was feeling my feelings about this whole thing. Why? Because Tom was kind of just like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, why is he being so rude? Like, that's what I felt, guys. That's what I truly felt. Cause yeah, I was like, it was. It was like, he was being super rude. He was just being like, and then Akini wasn't helping. Like, oh, I know she's probably like in the next room from her brother, but it's just like, are you serious? This she was is the not man. Helping. This is the man you chose to marry. You do not bash your husband. Yeah, and the fact that she's comparing it to the way she said it was. Um, okay, so she compares Fidel as as strict as her dad, and all of a sudden it's like, do you do you consider like she she's trying to figure out the words like how do I describe Ben, and apparently Ben does not have the alpha aura in him, and I was just like, oh, wait, what? So. No. Yeah, like, she wants, here's, okay, here's basically what Akini was saying. There are certain women that, I guess maybe because her brother and her father, her father and her brother 
basically tell her what to do all the time. Yeah. Benjamin is very Americanized. He's not going to tell her, you have to do it this way. You have to do it that way. So to her, he's, he seems soft. Yeah. And in those countries, we've seen it before. Those men are like, well, you do this, do that, do the other. So in other words, she's used to, you know, being told to her that's alpha. I mean, yes, Benjamin is nervous. Is Benjamin someone I would date? No, 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 no. He's just too, he, he just seems too anxious to me. Mm-hmm. He seems very anxious to me. Um, but she's used to that, well, you tell me what to do and I do it. That's not really how we work here in America. But unfortunately, if that's what she's looking for, when she gets here, she's going to run all over Ben. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to run all over Ben. Um, and I just see that train wreck coming. Yeah. And I do like how Ben really responded to it. And I, I really liked the way he honestly responded. So he basically says, um, I don't let people walk over me, but yeah, I try to be respectful. And you know, if I come in demanding into somebody else's home, Mm -hmm. that wouldn't be Mm -hmm. right either. Right. Rebecca comes in and tries to be, you know, in his defense when she brought her once again, ex from Morocco, you know, everything like he knew they're coming here. It's like everything changed, like his whole attitude changed. So she's basically trying to say if Akini comes here to America, she's going to be like, like you said, the coupon queen pin, how she's going to be all over Ben because now it's like, I don't know, Akini, it's like she's always got something negative to say about Ben. And the fact that she also says how, you know, if you still don't know nothing, you have to have the confidence of that you do know something. And it's like, that's not the point. Like the fact that he was very respectful and then you and your brother decides to sabotage him from the beginning, not knowing about the bride price, buying food when it's not the right occasion. Um, The fact that you point out that he didn't bring a gift and you bought him a gift. It's like, all this other stuff that's just leading up to it it's like really Akini and you're you know it's I don't know why Ben why? yeah because yeah because even when he took him um they cut to a scene where he took him out according to Fidel to test him oh yes <laughs> but he's and he points out well he didn't bring a gift and his friend is like, well, he didn't know. <laughs> Thank you, friend. <laughs> like, okay, if, if, you know, you can say whatever you want, but in other words, if you don't know the culture, I'm not going to come to your house and behave like I know all the rules of the house. Everyone has different rules in their household. Yeah. So... If I come to your house and it's like, well, don't do that. That's rude. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, tell this man the rules before he gets there. 
Yeah, and she has been doing such a bad job at it. And it's like, Akini, like, what do you want from all of us viewers who are on the same page as us? You want us to be on your side? And no, I just like, you you started this from the beginning. You started sabotaging right. this guy and you still keep going at it. So why are you with him? And this is why I say, Akini and Caesar are meant for each other. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Akini and Caesar are met. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. Yeah, they, they really are. are. You know, they you are. can get eight hundred dollars biweekly. He'll pay for all your trips. Mm-hmm. So you know, and you'll get a mani pedi every single time. <laughs> hey, listen, that works. That works for me. That works yeah. for me. Why not? So now that we see this, she never, apparently she's never knew that, she never knew that um, Fidel took Ben out to see his friends and have some roasted meats and then drinks were involved and then she gets all upset about it. I, okay, I get it. You know, it was her first margarita. She doesn't know her margarita, like she didn't know what a margarita was and yada, 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 this whole thing, whole thing, which I, I don't know. Um, she now gets upset with Ben because you are drinking. Now you're telling me not to drink, but Ben's just really pointing it out. Like, I don't want you intoxicated. And then she's trying to defend herself. Like, well, I didn't know what it was, but Ben went out to drink and he handled himself apparently, which we, I honestly, we don't know. Well, according to Fidel, if he passed Fidel's, if he passed whatever weirdo (laughs) test Fidel had, I'm pretty sure he handled himself accordingly, which means, (laughs) Dude did not get drunk off of two sips of a margarita. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But it's one of those things of, okay, he didn't say she couldn't drink. He just said she couldn't drink a lot. Like, let's not make this a regular thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Let's not make it a regular thing. I mean, two sips in and she's like, I want another one. <laughs> oh, I can't I, talk to Jesus. I don't right know. Now. I don't feel so bad. Like, I'm like, dang, two sips and she already doesn't feel too good. <laughs> For some reason, I don't believe that this was the Kitty's first drink. I feel like she's had some. Like, come on, you know, you sneak it in. You, you've got, I don't know. I really don't know. Because she's, she looks so rebellious. Uh, for being the pastor's yeah, daughter. Yeah, she's just it's, just, it's just one of those things of, like, I mean, I'm sorry. The first thing you say, you're like, they serve alcohol here. I'm going to get a margarita. <laughs> okay, like, fine, you're grown. Like, can we have a margarita over here at the table? Like, I don't know. And then, and then, She's like, like I said, two sips in and the alcohol hit her brain and she was done for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. So she's mad because he had a drink and apparently he was not singing Show Me the Way to Go Home. Yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real, for real. Oh my gosh. Okay. So apparently they're in the process of getting their k1 visa ben still needs to go back um once she has an interview uh 
and also um apparently he still needs to pay, pay for the this bride price. price which you know we don't even know what the hell it is and uh fidel according to fidel is whatever he can afford so uh, i don't know i think he's gonna pay for the rest of his life unfortunately until oh unless this doesn't go well and we finally hear from makini that a bride price is almost as much as university so how much is university in Kenya? I have no idea. Yeah, well, I read, like I said, I read it is supposed to be something like, was it five times your yearly salary or something like that? Hmm. Like, it's crazy. It is super crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm ready to move on from Ben and Akini and Fidel. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with Ben. I've been done with Ben, Akini, and Fidel. I was done with Fidel when I met Fidel. So yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Um, so the next uh, couple that they talk about a lot more, um, I feel like Tim and Jennifer didn't really talk as much. I think that was more, um, I think, uh, was it at the beginning last, uh, the night before? Yeah, they, Tim, yeah. Tim and Jennifer did theirs. Yeah. The, um, the first path. Yeah, and can we just say, point this out, that Michael was still on the line. So thanks, Michael, for staying on the line and actually being so patient and actually he was, he was providing his input. So that was, yeah, that was Michael, really neat. you were pretty good there. Hopefully Angela doesn't get mad because I'm complimenting you. No, I don't <laughs> want your man, Angela. Stay in your lane. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> Don't your man, Angela. <laughs> so the next uh, couple that we really get to obviously is everyone's Caesar and Maria conversation. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, I, I don't know. It's uh, she's playing games, of course. She is. But can we can we point out the funniest thing that happened? <laughs> That literally had me crying with laughter for like five whole minutes. I know the man was like in pain emotionally, but he looks over at the blank screen and says, right, Maria? Mm. And Sean is like trying to hold it because she's like, she's not there yet. There's nobody on the screen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he said hi to a blank screen. Oh my god. I can't. No. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I, I I I will admit that that part had me cracking up for 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 a good five minutes. I'm like, did he literally say hi to a blank screen? He did. He did. <sighs> but we see Caesar is tormented because I don't know what kind of weird spell she has on him can we really talk about that like what <laughs> is the matter with this man this is gone beyond delusion this is gone he's obsessed with maria he is so obsessed and the one thing uh, i don't know i i don't know how to describe this because he, he's been uh, it's really hard to describe this it really is because he, 
he's like all so obsessed like you said like no matter what she does and how she says we need to break it off and no you didn't right. send me anything it's like she he's just there like i want to show the world that you're a good person but you're making this hard for me but i love you and i care about you and i i was i was getting over it i was just like i can't feel sorry for you man i really can't and he just kept crying and like begging and pleading and crying and begging and pleading and she's telling him like she wants to break it off so officially yes guys Maria is not Mario. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Once again. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was painful to watch. It really was painful to watch. And not pain for him, but painful in the, like, would you stop begging her? Like, he's like, I really love her. He poured out his heart, and she really, really doesn't love him. Now, here is, okay. I will say this for you non-accountant Maria who swears <laughs> that he only sent her $5,000. We literally saw him send you $6,000 in the time of the show. Yep. So if he sent you $6,000 in a three-month span for, for us, he couldn't have sent you $5,000. Mm-hmm. We know that it was close to, he may not have sent you 40000 it more than likely is more than that. Um, but we did see him send her six thousand dollars. Yeah. And so if he's even if he's been over a five year okay, because he's been sending her money over a five year span. Mm-hmm. And he's been sending her at least sixteen hundred dollars, at least sixteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah. For five years years okay yeah we've got to do the math on this because this is bugging me because i should have done the do math it before. no it's okay i like the breakdown I-, I think this is good we need the breakdown he yeah. sent her almost a hundred thousand dollars holy macaronis wait hold on let me make sure okay 19 times five yeah ninety six thousand dollars wow. in a five-year span that does not include the six thousand that we saw that does not include any other money he sends her for tips. Oh my gosh, Caesar. Caesar, Caesar, Caesar. So in five years, he has sent her almost a hundred thousand dollars. He has sent her basically what he has sent her in a year is something he basically was giving away his paycheck for like giving her a paycheck for a year that she didn't have to work for. Oh my God. Because it was almost $20,000 a year. Wow. Wow. $19,200 per year. That's what he was, she was getting per year. Wow. And like I said, that does not include when she asked him for money. That does not include um, any tips that he was sending her extra. Yeah, she was, she was doing that. And imagine if she's doing that with at least two to three other people. Yeah. That woman is, okay, this is my thoughts about Maria. Because, of course, Maria is being brought up again in the part two of the tell-all. And once again, this is my opinion. First of all, she is smart because Mm -hmm. you are taught how to play the game and really screwing other guys for their money, for their kindness, Mm -hmm. everything. 
Like she is making a killing. She knows how to play the game. Second of all, she is extremely rude because you gotta you gotta put up a front when you're dealing with too many men wire transferring you money like no tomorrow. And I guess that that comes with time and practice. Once you got one, you gotta lock in the other and the other and the other. Um, three, I I don't know. I can't. I don't know if I like her or not. I know. I just this whole thing. This whatever ten minutes we had with Maria and Caesar. I I had no sympathy for Caesar. And for Maria, her facial expressions and not knowing how to answer the questions, so she doesn't seem like a total liar. She is a liar. I think that's what they're trained to do. Um, it's I've seen YouTube video reviews uh, about Anastasia Day and how these guys get ripped off left, right, and center. How some people were drugged when they went to go see these women and robbed all their money. Uh, there is documentaries about this stuff happening in Ukraine, Russia, and in Poland, where they've done a documentary. Um, they go in undercover and they really see how this works. Um, and then they prevent it and stop it because, you know, producers are talking in someone's ear saying, this is what happens when you go meet them and you got to be extra careful. There's so much right. going on. There's really so much going on. So I feel like Maria has a job that she needs to fulfill and keep working at it, which is, find men who are gullible just like Caesar and that they're going to get the money like we just calculated in the span of five years. Is she lying of everything? Yes, I think I feel like that. And her feelings towards Caesar, she has no feelings for him. She has no feelings for him. She's just literally, you see her on that TV screen right. and really not giving two cents about Caesar's feelings. Two yeah, because then not he tries care. to turn it around and say, oh, well, he knows what he did to me and he makes me look like I am such... No, you made yourself look like that. Yeah, it's true. And then she's trying to blame him like, oh, all the people love you. All the people love you. And now they look at me and I am some sort of bitch. Like, no, no, you did this. You're the one not meeting up with yeah, him after and three occasions. And the thing is, you know, the funny thing, I think she thought that he and Sean were the only two people in the room. Because yeah. if you remember when Avery and Rebecca started talking, the surprise on her face. Yes. Yes. <laughs> was like, and everybody's like, you're just using him. Yep. And then the other thing was, even when Michael and, and, and who was it? Uh, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. start chiming in yeah and even tom yeah like you knew what you were doing you're lying and she could and that's when she said if you remember she said to him um caesar i'm talking to you yeah yeah even michael chimed in for god's sakes yeah and everybody's like dude just let her go but the funny thing is she kept saying she wanted him to move on but when he said, okay, so then I'm not sending you any more money, she, like, kind of jumped. Yeah, she did. And her eyes were, like, wide open. Like, it was a joke or something. And the funny thing is, he, here's what she doesn't realize. You've been on national television. You've been put on, you've been on, you've been put on American television as a scammer. 
everyone has seen this now. Anyone that has any inkling, if they search your name, it's going to come up. And I'm pretty sure as many people say, oh, no, 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 I don't watch that show. Somebody's going to see it. Somebody's going to realize. Somebody's female friend is going to realize hey wait that's the that's the guy that's so that's the girl that so-and-so is talking to Mm -hmm. and she may have done herself out of more than just money from caesar yeah yeah and really that's my opinion about her like good job for you know fucking really knowing how to play the game and getting all the money that you want but she is very disrespectful. She's rude. We clearly know what she wants. Like she just wants somebody with money and that's going to support her and give her all that money. Um, now for Caesar, my thoughts about it, cause I really want to hear your thoughts about what you thought about the whole situation as well. But with Caesar, it's like, okay, dude, really? I, I get you're infatuated. You're in love. You love this person, someone that you never met. And it's just, it's been five years years apparently to her it was two years but for you it was five years you sending all that money and she's canceling on every single occasion like it's a sign and but he he like you know his friends have said he's very naive and just really does not care about anyone's opinion it's what he thinks and that's final yeah but you know what it is it's not his because that's not naivety that's Mm -hmm. not naivety that is lying to yourself Mm-hmm. that is lying to, and, and and that's really my thought on this is that it's not naivety naivety says I don't know any better naivety says you fooled me but you can't keep there's no way you can tell me you keep sending this woman money and she keeps not showing up mm-hmm. and you think that she's going to do so <laughs> And it's just, in other words, how can I put it? it it's kind of like, I guess it's, I see it as a snowball effect. Yeah. He's been in it so long. He's refusing to try to get out of it because it's like, and, and I know you've seen me put this on my Facebook page where I say, in other words, people get comfortable in dysfunction. Yeah. And that's what it is. The Caesar is comfortable in that dysfunction he's very comfortable in that dysfunction and in other words rather than possibly start off start out with someone new someone honestly who could really love him and is closer to him he would rather sit in his dysfunction and keep throwing money in a hole because mm-hmm. that's basically what he's doing he's throwing money in a hole yeah so it's like yeah no i ugh. I did not feel sorry for him. It's apparent that she's a liar and a scammer. Like I was so over. I'm the only thing I was glad to find out is that Maria was a woman. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, yeah, Maria's real and she's a woman. That was, that was like my biggest thing was like, Oh shoot. Maria's real. Yeah. Maria's real. She's keeping it real. She's real and keeping it real. But yeah, so I, I don't know. I um, I'm I'm, I don't want to see him come back. Yeah. I I don't. How can I put it? It's not that I don't want him to find love because I really hope that he does because mm-hmm. I believe, I do believe that Caesar has a lot of love to give someone. Oh yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I will say this, Caesar. 
do not do the chocolate panties. We do not find them sexy at all. <laughs> yes, please don't do it. Please don't. It's just because, I mean, I don't care if a woman is into you and she's like, hey, babe, and you're going to spend your first name. You're like, put these on. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, no, no, Caesar, don't do that. Don't just, just words of the wise. Don't do that. yeah Caesar please don't do it but yes I I agree I feel like he he can find he he has a lot of love to give and I I commend the cast for really trying really hard to open up his eyes in a sort of way because everyone has to say and um, okay this cast was a bunch of rookies except for two of them um I felt like it wasn't as bad. They cooperated in a certain way. They said their feedback and kind of just kept it hush. Um, Darcy was pure veteran style. OG, just not really saying anything and just kind of like, mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Angela's Angela. We don't need to talk about that anymore. Uh, but I felt like everyone was good. Uh, pretty respectful. What did you think of, the, of them? This is their first tell-all. I think they all handled it very well. I think they handled it very well. Um, and and even even Caesar, I think he handled it even with all the heartbreak, I would say he handled it very well. They all they did really great. And the fact that they came to each other's aid, especially kind of not knowing each other, um, was good. Did they always handle it correctly? No. Yeah. But in other words, they felt some sort of camaraderie and it was, it was good to see. It wasn't like, it wasn't just all the, oh, shut up, you know, trying to make sure that you're the one getting the spin off. Yeah. 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 No, for so, sure. Yeah. For sure. I thought um, they did a good job and I, I really did like how this group, how they really, you know, meshed together. <laughs> right. They were, they were amazing yeah so wow that's a that's it was one it was a long (laughs) it was one interesting tell-all and freaking long i'm telling you it was long it was long we condensed what we could but it was long guys it really (laughs) was yeah (sighs) it was super long but i'm glad we wow we stuck through it, and I'm pretty sure all of you did as well. Um, it, it was crazy. Let's just face it. It was yeah, crazy. So, so guess what, guys? Next week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, next week. Already. <laughs> Already. Um, it looked like it was so far away at the beginning of, of this month, but it's actually not that far away. Um, we start a whole new cast of 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, a whole new cast of 90 Day Fiance. Honestly, it's a new cast, brand new, no repeats. We're getting a break from the repeats. And I know most of them were new already and before the 90 days, but this is 90 Day Fiance. I'm not sure if it has a secondary title. I'm not sure if it's before the 90 days or there's obviously no other way. Um, But it's just a whole new cast of 90 Day Fiance. And Monday, don't forget, we actually get a glimpse of Jenny and Samit. 
uh, journey so far. So I'm actually interested and I'm actually going to watch it. I was thinking about watching it too. It's just, I'm, I'm very curious because as we know, Sumi is in the middle of filing for divorce. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Tell us what you think. Yeah, really tell us what you think. So what I've decided to do, and I'm calling out all the 90 Day Fiance fans. Um, I want to know when you started watching 90 Day Fiance because I've already posted on my Instagram. If you're not following yet, to check it out at a little bit of everything with me. I want to do a 90 day fiance trivia with the co-host they're going to be playing as well and i want to have um the fans call in to the podcast when we're recording uh and really have fun because i got a lot of digging to do and i'm excited because i get to relive some of these moments of since season one and um i'm just setting up dates and times because it is going to be difficult depending on who can actually be part of this and i need yeah, to start- we may have to set up a, a specific um recording day and time yeah so i'm like gravitating towards the weekend uh because yeah. we we record our podcast episodes for 90 day fiance uh believe it or not monday and tuesday evenings so the best thing is between the co-hosts we're kind of pretty flexible between Monday and Tuesday. Now, if I'm going to bring on a group of fans and the co-hosts, I'm looking at between either a Friday evening, um, Saturday or Sunday, but it all depends on the timing and obviously the time zones because um, this is what happens when you're podcasting. You bump into time zones and you're just like, OMG. So yeah, that happened to me not too long ago. That's happened to me on a few <laughs> episodes. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, you know, I'm I'm excited. I gotten some hype about it, and some people are excited. So just keep an eye on my Instagram or Facebook, which is at a little bit of everything with me, and I will keep you updated. It's just give me some time to figure it out and also i need to start getting all the questions i'm trying to figure this out how we can make this fun it's just pure fun um it's always nice to kind of go back and see if we remember all these couples who've been on the 90 day fiance thinking of picking up quotes doing like a little multiple choice everyone's going to answer and then i i'm going to tell the the actual correct answer and then have some truth or uh, true or false questions. So I'm excited. I got to start planning these questions. I'm thinking of uh, probably a good 20 questions is enough because when, depending how many people we may have on the podcast recording, uh, right. it can be a lot and a lot of time. So we're trying to keep it within the time frame, but also have fun as well. So I'm excited. I hope the coupon queen pin, you're excited. I am super you are excited. hearing it. And I'm just like, I can't believe it. we just finished this episode, uh, this season. We got a new season coming up. I feel like it's not going to stop. It's just going to keep going. Um, you know? Yeah, it is. It is. It's going to keep going. It's just like super amazing, you know? And we just see what, what else they come up with. Yeah. So I'm really excited. And of course, um, I have a song that I've been working on. 
Oh, yes, I have to hear this song. <laughs> so I'm actually trying to contact our other co-host at the moment because she needs to be a part of it as well. So it's so funny. I can't believe I spent time on this, but then I was like second guessing myself. I want it to be funny. And um, yeah, so I hope you get a laugh out of it. Um <laughs> Because I was just like, I can't believe it. I can't do this. Um, you know, I can't believe I'm doing this. And the fact that this is what I've come up with. So as you guys know, every, I don't know, I'm like a music type of person. Um, but with Angela, because of her egg, I... Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I feel embarrassed, guys. I really am. But... Um, I was like, I can't believe it. I did it. I really can't believe it. So I'm actually going to play it. Unfortunately, uh, our co-hosts are the ones. She's very busy. And okay. I'm so nervous. So let me get myself set up here. <laughs> oh my God. So we get an Angelica original for the first time ever. All right. So I can't believe it. I'm doing this. <laughs> And I actually had to put like an intro in it because I was like, whatever. If it gets out there, we know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to the uh, YouTube uh, person for the um, the karaoke version of this song. Because, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Can't use the original or fully the original. But, okay, I'm ready. I hope okay. you guys laugh about it. Keep your DJ, please pick up your phone. I'm on the request line. I'm your host, Angelica. This is a one-time exclusive for Miss Angela Baby and The worst is, let me toad. I put my egg in it and I toad. I just need an egg to toad. I just need an egg to toad. If you got a big uterus, let me search it. If I'm hard, hard, I got a toad. I just need an egg to toad. I just need an egg to toad. Y'all need to know, and I show ya. Yeah. I just need an egg so I can toad ya. Yeah. Give me all your numbers so I can fold ya. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! You can tell I spent a lot of time in it. And I was just like, oh my God, am I actually going to play this? Yeah, you know what? Whatever. Why not? <laughs> oh my gosh. So you have heard the Angela toting the egg song. I can't believe it. Yeah. So it's officially out there. <laughs> it is officially out there, guys. It is officially out there. What did you think of it? I liked it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I liked it. I'm glad. <laughs> See, Angelica just comes up with all these things by herself. It's amazing. Super amazing. 
<laughs> I didn't know what you were going to do. I was like, okay, what is she going to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm like literally turning red right now because I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. It's going to be out there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yes. So I'm excited for the 90 Day Fiance tell, uh, trivia that I'm going to be planning. So if you guys honestly interact with us on social media, mm. The Coupon Queen Pins uh, social media handles are all in the show notes. Uh, check out our podcast at CQP Moments um, and also our other host, Nyla from Greener Thoughts. Uh, she's yes. got an amazing podcast as well. Um, so far, the season's been great and um, it's, been, it's been really good. I'm actually happy with it compared to the cast of season six. <laughs> yeah. 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 So... Wow, it was a crazy tell-all, guys. Yeah. So thank you guys so much again for tuning in on another week of 90 Day Fiance. And um, we appreciate all your support and you guys tuning in on the weekly. And of course, listening to us for, I actually have to count and I was like, we usually tend to spend an hour and 30 minutes, an hour, 40 minutes, even sometimes two hours on one episode. And then we have another episode. So we're like spending, you're spending like, I could safe to say almost four hours and a half with us sometimes, depending yeah. on how long they go. And that's like a week. So I really appreciate all of you for really tuning in and listening to the whole thing. Um, and just, we always want to hear your feedback. We always want to know what you thought about this whole season. And right. uh, really leave us a message. It's all in the show notes for you. Get interactive with the Coupon Queen Pin on Twitter and myself. And we're going to see what's going to happen. Are we going to be yeah. recapping the new season of 90 Day Fiance? We should be. Yeah, so I'm excited. If you guys want to continue to join us on this other journey of a new season of 90 Day Fiance, we are obviously, we have our table open to all of you. So we're excited and I cannot wait for this new season. Yeah, neither can I. <laughs> so everybody, thank you so much once again. And I can't believe it. You heard my single of the Toad It song. And yeah, so that's all I have for now. <laughs> Bye guys. Hi, my name is Casey Gonzalez. I'm with Chef Salty Pork. Hello everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. Hi everyone. This is Mark the Shark from the Mark the Shark MMA show. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to a little, little bit of everything, everything with, with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thanks for listening on a little bit of everything with me.